Hey, welcome to Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Um, let's dance away the blues today and talk about anthology shows again, which is what we do every week. Hi, I'm the Big Sniff. I'm here with Tommy Trash. Hey! And J- Jonathan Junkinus. Junkus. Hello. Jonathan Junkinen. Junkin, right? What are you talking Jonathan about? Jonathan Junkathan. Junkathan, thank you, sorry. Jemkins. Jemkin. Jenkins. Jenkins. The right. Albanian... Uh, <laughs> hmm. Junkie. <laughs> What's, what rhymes with A that sounds cool? Albanian... Uh, Armageddon. Uh, Armageddon. <laughs> what is that? Don't know. Um, how's everyone? We're doing great. <laughs> yeah? Well, guess what? Rocktober is still rocking on. Uh, we are doing it once again. We're dancing away the blues, which is what I like to say to people who are sad. Dance away the blues. For those listening who don't know what Rocktober is, Rocktober is our music-themed duration of episodes uh, about music. Uh, It says Rocktober, but it can be about all genres of music, and uh, we've been choosing fun episodes, going with it. Oh, back to me? (laughs) Okay, yeah, we're talking about Outer Limits uh, today from the the 90s, this is? Yes. Early 2000s, too. And the early 2000s, th- and sometimes the early 2000s. <laughs> Episode's called Falling Star. Season 2, episode 19, uh, the 30th of June, 1993. Wow, this is a bit of an older one, huh? Um, I tell you, I got big... Balls? Big balls. Big, like, Selena vibes. From the kind of singing that was going on here. Yes. Well, let's get into some mm, rules. <laughs> drinking game rules. We like to do drinking game rules. And for this one, I wrote, I left it blank. I forgot to write one. So I'm going to pass it off to you guys, and then maybe I'll come up with one while you're saying yours. Julia, you can go first, John. Whoever wants to go. Okay, why don't you go ahead and uh, take a drink every time you see some pencil-thin eyebrows. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, every time uh, Melissa contemplates suicide. Okay. I thought of that 90s song. I was like, contemplate suicide. <laughs> you know, the, that, <laughs> I can't remember what that? band that is. Tongue. I can't remember what song that is from that band. I don't know how this phrase. I don't know. Maybe it's Papa Roach. Uh, something like that. <laughs> it's uh, a song, though. Yeah. I want to know where where's Mama Roach. Uh, how about take a drink every time you see a glowing blue jello go into oh, or out of a body? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. How about every time someone... Uh, every time... <laughs> I don't have any. I give up. What's your Tom rule? Um, I, well, I have a couple. I have, a, I have a, anytime uh, Rachel appears in the mirror... Okay, as a rule, as yeah. a rule, rule. And then also, this might might have been just me. Every time um, Terry, the husband, every time his accent seems to change. Yes. It does. There was a reason for it changing for, yeah, at there one was. point. So. I mean, but it, he I starts don't know. talking like the guy from The Fugitive. What was that guy's name? And Men in Black. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. But he also has like a British. Before he had a British accent, and then he starts talking like Tommy Lee Jones. Okay, I, I thought at the beginning it didn't have one. Uh, it was kind of it wasn't very pronounced i think because i didn't even know yeah at first it seemed like he just kind of had an american accent i don't know he may not be the the best actor in the world really uh tom roll <laughs> i I, yeah. uh, I off the top of my head i think i'd have to say every time 
uh, a naked woman is possessed by a future person feels her own breasts, but you see it from the perspective of the man inside of her. <laughs> the man inside her. That's a good one. All right. I'm not going to pick one. I can't think of anything good. I was like, you looked at me like I was in, have a John rule. <laughs> Do you have a John rule? <laughs> what is a John rule? I have no idea. Like, okay. he, he said it, and then you looked at me, and I was like, uh, and you? Every time uh, Aryan youth break into a gun store. And <laughs> oh, yeah. That was <laughs> weird. That was okay. Well, let's get into it, shall we? Um, the episode begins at a concert. And our heroine is performing the hit song that I keep talking about Dance Away the Blues. Don't you forget the blues? Melissa. Part. Melissa. Yes. I forget her last name. If we even got, it's like McCartney or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Melissa McCartney. No, no, it's, it's like something. It's something. It's like M M something like that. But M um, and M. I'm not gonna lie, guys. Yeah, I liked. I like this song. Oh, jeez, man. Really? Because I was um, gonna say this is up there. Because I was like, hmm, what would I rather listen to? Gershwin's, you know, ticklish toes. Uh, hey, ticklish toes. <laughs> the uh, the Billy B guitar riff that just goes on and on forever. I think this was better. Or than five foot one, <laughs> or this. That's a tough call. I think I still like five foot one, but this is second. Well, I, I think it just. I don't want to jump ahead, but I think the tie-in to the to the, the two main songs is uh, yeah. the, the, is nice. But it's just, it just kind of reminded me of like. I had this one memory of like uh, riding home from like a, a friend's birthday party with his um, his mom was driving, and for some reason I was in the front seat, and she was like listening him? to. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. she was listening to like that, like, like this early kind of '90s music. like style of music, and yeah. that and it just gave me like a very nostalgic. Like, oh yeah, this is yeah. I think they call it adult contemporary. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's, it, go ahead. No, no, I, I. I it, it's not a great song, but for whatever reason, I was just like, you know what? I remember this time period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I hated it with a passion then. <laughs> now, now I'm a little more tolerant to it, you know, because I'm not like as like trying to be like, you know, all edgy and angsty and stuff. Mm. But even still, it has such a dated sound because even like now, like nobody writes songs that sound like this anymore. No, it's, it's, I, I almost want to say it sounds like, uh, like supermarket music. Maybe, or know. like dentist music. Or dentist. Elevator, maybe. Nah, elevator's like... We've been playing... Doing Careless we, Whisper. We've been playing elevator music in the... Oh, in the, in, that's in why Arc. I'm thinking of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arc? Arc, I mean, craft. <laughs> tomato, potato. Um, so anyway, yeah, we get this scene. She's, uh, she's dancing away the blues. She's singing. And she wraps up. And she's walking off stage, even though they're calling for an encore. She ain't giving them no stinking. She, she doesn't encore. even say like "thank you," you nah. know, insert city or whatever. She's over. She it. like stands there as they're like clapping, and and they're getting completely completely dark. In the crowd, yeah, they couldn't <laughs> show how empty this place yeah. was. And they, she she's noticed. Yeah, she's noticed, and you can tell she's down in the dumps, and yeah. she's walking off. She used to be a big star. The band is the band's having a good time, no? Yeah, I just it okay. So like, I think that this personally, I'm just like. This song is terrible. I was like, <laughs> you were selling out 80,000 fucking seats for this kind of music? What is that? Is that like the Coliseum? I don't know. That's more than 80,000. I don't really clock. All I know is I don't know. It's a lot. They said there's, what, 300 people in this place? That's not good. No, well, that's all they can get because it's a smaller venue. It's sold out, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. It just seemed, I don't know, She's very not. odd that... 
again, this is the same thing we've been talking about all Rocktober, that it seems like they just can't do a lot of good music in these shows. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like you can't really... It's hard to write a good song, and these people are trying to make an episode, and then they also have to write a song that's supposed to be perceived as like a good song. I will give it to you this, that I do think that the second song is better than this first Well, one. she's that actual yeah. singer in real life, too. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I didn't know. Yeah. She's a Southern Bale. Southern. Uh, uh, like uh, like Clarice. Yep. You know what you look like with your, with your, what was it, your cheap shoes and your nice bag? You look like a rube. <laughs> you guys <laughs> seen the movie? Yes. Sounds of the Lambs, yes. Let's talk about that for a while. Okay, it's, good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No. Okay, so anyway, she's upset. She leaves the stage. They want an encore. She's not giving them a fucking encore. She goes to her room and try and starts getting ready to commit suicide. Well, on the way suicide. there, yeah, she like blows past the band who are like, yeah, let's maybe go out there and play some tango or something. She walks by, grabs a beer, and then someone's following her. Uh, uh, Janet is following her. It's like, you know, what about encore? She's like, encore, like encore these nuts, basically. Like, didn't you? And then she, Janet, basically is like. You want to play these shows to get back in touch with your roots, like you know, like how you made your first album. She's like, no, I went from eighty thousand to seventy thousand people playing this no-name town. Yeah. And so she gets up there, yeah, and as you're saying, she grabs the about the booze. Yeah. She well, grabs, also, yeah. So I thought it was really great because when I saw this blonde uh, Janet, mm-hmm. I was like, geez, Louise, look at those skinny eyebrows, only to find oh. that even skinnier ones. <laughs> On the horizon, or on the way, such a such a bizarre fashion choice. You know, it's like the opposite now. No, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just taking what you have and making them presentable instead of removing as much as possible. All but one line of hair. Yeah, and I forget what show you watched recently. It might have been a Night Visions or, or something like that. I think, yeah, I would think it was a Night Visions with Thora Birch, and mm. like her eyebrows, just like that time, man. Yeah, early two thousands, late nineties. My sister, I think, still does it because I think my sister's fashion sense is stuck in the early two thousands. I believe that's called chuggy. But oh yeah, I've heard that. But you know what's interesting? What's old is new again, and kids are dressing like early two thousands style now, like it's like retro style. True. Because I see a lot of kids at work and stuff from all over the country and the world, mm-hmm. and fucking Janko kind of pants are back, low rider jeans are back. True, but. You can take off your Jenkos. If you pluck your eyebrows down into a single line, then if you try to get yeah. to a different look going, you can't pull it off. Yeah, it looks weird. It looks almost like you don't have eyebrows. Anyway, so moving on, she's, uh, yeah, she gets the pills out. She's getting ready to do that. I was really trying to find out what these pills were. Yeah, I don't know. They're think, just movie pills. They're just pills that. Also, odd that the prescription bottle's not orange. Like, oh, yeah, it was like blue, right? Yeah, that's yep. Yeah, it looked almost like if it was black, it would have been like a like a thing you'd like load your uh, your film for. Your yeah, like camera. a film canister. Yeah, I was wondering maybe if there's a Canadian production and that's what they look like in the Great maybe. White Northern, or maybe it's a safety thing. So it's the, the kids watch. It, she's not know. just taking like a couple pills. She goes for like a full handful. It's the suicide style handful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's a lot of suicide scenes like this around this time period with the pills and booze, which I don't know if it's a good way to do it. Probably not a good way to... It's a classic way to go. Yeah, but how do you die? You just fucking, you know... Overdose. Probably choke on your vomit. Yeah. Not good. There's faster ways. Yeah, but this is the easier coward way. Or like I a, guess Aaron so. Carter. Aaron Carter died? Yeah. 
Aaron Carter's party. Is he in Backstreet Boys? His, he was the younger brother. He's dead. He died like a couple days ago, and uh, they found him drink, in his bathtub. Wow. Rest in peace. Yeah. He was the one who kind of went crazy, though. Yeah, right? all the face tattoos. Wow. And... <laughs> wow. It's so sad. A person I barely know. <laughs> remember his house party? <laughs> no. You remember the house party? I was there. <laughs> he had a remember, famous house party. I was there. <laughs> I, had a, I had a flat top. <laughs> Remember that movie? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Play. <laughs> uh, that was always on Comedy Central for some reason. Um, anyway, yeah. So uh, before she can do the act, we get the uh, electric blue jelly, which sounds like a 70s band as well. Yeah, that's a drink. Yeah, <laughs> comes through. What did it come through? The wall? They only go through walls. Yes, yeah. yes. And it kind of like flies into her and electrocutes her or something or just... Downright she thinks she got electrocuted. Yeah, um, and so obviously the pills go everywhere. She falls on the ground. She's she's screaming, and uh, everyone, uh, you know, all, uh, her manager slash husband Terry and bandmates run up to check on her, and uh, you I th- know they don't. They're they having think, a hard time. They think she just popped pills. Yes. Yeah. Her bandmate is like, "How many did you yeah. take?" Yeah, Brian, yeah, Mr. Guitar Brian? Guy. He goes. You know, he I go- called him a Fedora Guy. He, he's like, I he, called him Wholesome Kid Rock. Wholesome Kid Rock. <laughs> he said, uh, uh, "He's like, whoa! I can't believe this is." And then before he gets to say what the pill was, someone like cuts him off, so they specifically can't say what it is. And then also he's like. How many of these did you take? And I'm just like, well, so whatever this pill is, I have a feeling it's like crazy if one pill. Ruhypnol. Ruhypnol. Rohypnol. Rohypnol. Secondol. Sucking on two and all. Tubin. Phenobarbital. How many are there? Huh? Flintstones. (laughs) Flintstones vitamins. (laughs) Um, Zoomers, Zammers, Uppers, Downers. Flyers, flim flam, flim flam man, goofballs, <laughs> goofballs, goof em ups, goof em downs, Husk, all around. Husker do's, Husker do's, Husker don'ts. Thank you. <laughs> Sherman Hemsley, <laughs> Sherman Hemsley, yeah, Wesley Snipes. I don't know. I'm sorry. Let's continue. Um, so, yeah, so basically, she tells them what happened, and um, I don't think anyone really believes her, but. Doesn't matter too much, and I'm not skipping anything, am I? Now, next, no, she, next scene, they're she in basically bed. is like, yeah, no, well, she she's like, I just need some rest, yeah. and uh, you see Terry, and, and oh, the right. the room that she's like resting in is not the room that she stays in, because it looked like when Terry was standing there, like uh, there was stuff written all on the on the walls, and I was trying to make out what someone said. I saw one that said "Rock Rules." I was gonna say <laughs> I saw that. I was like, you know, that's whoever's decorating the set was uh, like. I don't know, like rock rules, like and there was rock. another, but it a was heart. Like, it's about like this big. It's like so small. <laughs> Did she write that? No, it's just like other you know acts oh, that have been in there because that's the the green room. Yeah, but it's just funny too. <laughs> there's also like a heart with some like you know so and so initials, love so so and so, and I couldn't. It was so many pixels, I couldn't make out uh, yeah. what the other one said. But I tried to do rock the Roku rules. thing. Rock does rule, and that's why we're doing these episodes of rocktober um oh and this and then she gets the pills back in the bottle i guess and she's shaking them and that's sh- when we it. see our first appearance of super thin eyebrow girl rachel rachel mm-hmm. uh yeah and so what does she say don't do it 
or something like that. Yeah, basically, she appears in the mirror and it trips out Melissa because she's like, "What? My my <laughs> reflection changed." Yeah, and I wasn't sure. So we. I don't want to get too far ahead. Okay. But I got a lot of things to say. I just am waiting to get to it. Well, next thing you see, they're in bed. I mean, uh, Melissa and Terry, which is my mother's name, but it's also a man's name, uh, are in bed together. Well, yeah, he's sleeping. He's sleep. The, and the, I, they do the classic thing where the lights are all on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like staring straight up at the ceiling. Uh, you know, and she asks him, she's like, do you believe in miracles? Yeah. And he's dead asleep. Yeah. I like this is one of the things the whole time I was watching this, I was like she's like, You know what? And he's like, What? Yeah, yeah. Like you can tell that this dude just wants to go back to sleep and then she's like, Tonight I almost killed myself and he's like, What what the hell? Like he goes, huh? But I feel like the whole time like she's waking him up, he's just counting the seconds to be like, Okay, great, I'm trying to go back to sleep. Yeah, I yeah. I had the same thought too. Like when he when she first asked him, he's like, Oh yeah, of course, love. And then he doesn't even like roll over, and then <laughs> he's clearly like, "Just let me go back to fucking sleep." Yeah. He's like, I think I experienced one tonight. He's like, "Oh, okay, that's nice." He says, "Yeah, I, I, even- I have a theory that like he thought like he was like this this relationship is over, and he's like, yeah, whatever. This girl's gonna like kill herself or whatever, and I can be free of this soon enough." And then she's like, "I'm gonna kill myself," and he's like. I have to fucking yeah. roll over and pretend <laughs> I still care about you. Well, that's that's the other thing too, because she's like, things can be different. And then she's like, let's fuck, basically. And I'm just like, so you guys are married and you're sleeping with someone else on the sides. You know, even this, he was just like, oh, fine. I don't even really want to have yep. sex. Yeah. Like, I yeah, when she this. starts kissing him, he, and he he does a great job being like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Go brush your teeth. Mm, yeah, yeah. Morning sex. Well, I, I guess this is night, but middle of the night, bad breath probably. Especially after she's drinking like all like these different kinds of booze. Oh yeah, she was drinking like scotch and beer. And it looked yeah. like a stout, almost kind of beer. It's a dark bottle. Yeah, she's had the, the she's having those black shits. You ever drink a lot of stout and your poop's black? I don't like stout. I don't like stouts. Either. Really? That just surprises me. Are you offended? Are you triggered? <laughs> no, I, that's fine. You don't have to like it. I drink Coors Light usually. Um, so, um, yeah, they fuck. They fuck. And uh, next scene, they write in, uh, there's a tour bus. And there's, I guess they're still on tour. And she's writing songs. And uh, Hat Man is playing his so, yeah. fiddling on his guitar. Kid Rock. I, had a, Kid Rock. I, had, I was learning about Hat Man because they always put him in like a weird thing where I was like, is this dude like like wildly out of shape because like they don't ever show him in anything. He's always wearing a huge coat. They're all like super blousy, like large shirts (laughs) that are all button ups. And I'm just like, this guy, he just seemed awkward. Like, I feel like he's been like a lifelong, like just like that. He gets picked up for a tour by a random band, sort of like a studio musician, but like a guy that just is, you know, he's probably got no wife and kids or he does have them and you know, they don't care about him anymore. Yeah. (laughs) And he's just on the road all the time eating junk food in the green room. Yeah, he's got no confidence either, too, because when she asks him to like, you know, because the you know, uh, tiny eyebrows shows up, <laughs> yeah, um, wants him to help write a song, for and some yeah, she's like ask him, ask him, yeah, and she's like, but you know, please help help me write a song, and he's like, me, really? And I'm like, you're in the ask. band, fuck ass, yeah, and also the song is like, oh, what are you drumming that? Is that E A D? Whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> like it's like it's like the most basic song structure that you could it's like some kumbaya fucking summer camp shit better than billy b's guitar though playing 
Well, that was the son of <laughs> Billy B. Oh, that's right. That's right. You were saying? Uh, no, it just reminded me a little bit of like um, Spinal Tap kind of. Oh yeah. It's like yeah, just strumming like the like it. Your like your first lesson on guitar like G C D. Crazy Train. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that or Smoke on the Water. Um, uh, Mirror Girl. Yeah, she says. She says, "Ask him, ask him." And so she asks, "Hey, well, you should help me write a song." And I guess he does. He agrees to, but then you don't really see anything that happens. The magic happens off screen. Yeah. What if she asked him something else? Like, uh... well, they don't show any of the songwriting process because, like, before they go into it, she's like talking about all of her life experiences and then like how she wrote these songs and now she's having a hard time. And I was like, oh, this will be what she writes about. She's like, how do you make lightning strike? twice and then she like looks off and then like that never comes back <laughs> into play again i was like it's like yeah. this dramatic lightning does strike in the rain sometimes though i know i just i guess no, what i was saying is like if if they're going off to write songs together i would think that maybe there'd be some type of yeah it's hard to write a good song and so well, i, I, I did that. find it funny that when she describes uh she's like I, I like i wrote that first album in like 24 hours of Mani- mania mania and now snort i can barely get two lines down two and i was like yeah, she, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure but and then she, yeah but that she says like now i can barely get two lines in, and i'm like we're we talking oh i didn't even think about like that. Coke, yeah. or you know <laughs> maybe you need a whole eight ball and not just right. two lines lady i mean it's a vicious cycle that's why the uh she's having issues is her husband was hoping for that party girl rock and roll lifestyle and he's like oh, now we're not fucking playing eighty thousand people like so now i gotta get like trim like right here in front of my wife yeah, yeah and uh well she does call herself a wet rag yeah, she does and i was like okay still wet though yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've been real dry rag lately my rag's been so dry my rag that's what she calls her vaginas um so uh, next we have Melissa on a radio show. I love this. And this was a weird. I thought she was going to get insulted by this guy being like, "You look hot." I know that's that so was a funny. Aggressively, like well, th- you have to think that this is back when like Shock Jocks and Howard Stern were super popular. So that's what people were expecting. That's but true. the thing is, is that this this DJ he's like he he's like yeah that was the name of this song and she's like actually it's. That's not the whole name well, of the song. He calls this it Dance it. Away. Yeah, and she's like, it's called Dance with the Blues, actually. And the guy's like, oh, yeah. But then later on, he goes, hey, I really love your stuff. Loved. Like, loved your first album. But so I'm assuming I'm Dance with the Blues is not off her first album, even though it seems to be her big hit. I don't know. I was under the impression that, like, it. she only wrote one album. I don't know. I think she probably wrote a, a few uh, with declining quality. Because it sounds like he was like a huge fan when the first album came out, and then he kind of wasn't interested after that. He gets all time. So that's why they play yeah. "Dance Away the Blues" is because "Dance Away the Blues" is they are acknowledging is not that good of a song. Oh, maybe. Oh, so, I didn't pick that up. That, that's what I'm wondering. You liked it because if no, 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 it I, just made you feel. No, 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 no it, I just was like what his point about like that. Why they're playing or yeah, like your point is valid in my opinion. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So this is her <laughs> new material. That's why they're touring and playing it. Go ahead. I did like what John brought up briefly. How he's like, uh, he's like, sorry, I'm all tongue twisted uh, with a pretty loop, uh, woman in here. And let me tell you, she's really hot. Yeah. And she's like, thanks. She said, thank you. And he goes, oh, we'll be back uh, with some uh, Whitney Houston coming up. And then they play the little jingle. Did you hear the thing was the call letters? No, no, no. 
Let me tell you, she is hot. Sorry, I want to be a shock jock too. But the John's mad at me. as they, before the song plays, they play the, like the radio's little jingle. It's like we play all your favorite hits, <laughs> KBBL. And I think that isn't that the, the Simpsons radio station. I don't. As far as I, wait, nobody I, rocks like KBBL. I don't. If you say you heard the letters, I believe you. I didn't hear. I, it sounded to me that they cut off halfway through, and you didn't hear the end of the call signs. Oh. But maybe. maybe. Yeah. Well, KBBL is going to give me something stupid, though, yes. She's on her way out of the uh, radio station when we get another appearance from Rachel telling her, don't go or, or you'll see it. And don't know what that's supposed to mean. Uh, neither does Melissa, frankly, at this point. Wouldn't it be funny if she did, like, the finger in the, <laughs> in the fist thing? <laughs> She should have, because it's like, see what? Like, what are you talking about? It's not going to convince me either. Um, and so, but Melissa does go. She goes home or back to the tour bus. I don't know where they no, are it's, right it's now. It's like a hotel. Okay, to the hotel. Um, and she does see, indeed, she sees Terry fucking, uh, what was her name? She's not in the band. She's no, just a she's groupie. A, she has a groupie. Oh, so it's just a random woman? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think she was 14. <laughs> What's funny, though, is if she is a groupie, she's like... I love you as a musician so much that I'm gonna oh, fuck, fuck your husband as close as <laughs> behind I your back. Like, <laughs> yeah. I also, don't think the why do we want to fuck the road manager? Yeah, that's a little weird. I do. Th- I did think at this point, um, uh, Melissa's acting is, is is showing a good. She's doing a good job of showing how she's like, obviously, like a uh, very in a fragile mental state and coming to terms with that. Her career is, you know, the thing that she wanted to do her whole her, her whole life and got a taste of that. You know fame. that life is yeah. is slowly falling apart. Like you know the DJ forgetting things, and then the, you know the the slip of I loved your first stuff kind of thing. She, she's 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 down in the dumps, and they're kicking her down there even further. And yeah. then you know she walks into the uh, hotel room that she's her and her husband are sharing, and he decided to bring the groupie pack to that room and fuck her. Like he's like jumping, he's doing a missionary, <laughs> and, he's, and he's like. He's like jumping up and down like from his <laughs> knees, like just like thrusting into her. He does the sex approach where the dick goes all the way out and yeah. slams back in. Just, and went, just but slamming air in there. There's going to be a lot of queefing yeah. later. He loves queefs. He wants to hear that air. He's like, I'm going to nut too quick, so I'm just going to be pulling it out and try to reset before I put it back in. <laughs> too much friction and I'm done. Right? I mean, he's got to pace himself, you know. Um so that's not a thing you want to see, especially when you're already having a bad day. Yeah. I'm just... Okay, hold on. We're so close. Never mind. We're so close. I'm so close. I'm I'm just... I'm waiting to talk about the parameters of how this all works. We're yeah, because there. of things... I, I Okay, I'll circle back. I think we're going to need to talk about this a lot, so we'll just motor through, and then we'll talk. We'll discuss. Um, so next, Melissa goes what many sad people do and goes to the bar to get ham hammy hammered sorry there's a giant rackety racky truck driving by so racky <laughs> um so melissa goes to the bar and uh starts getting drunk um where she is joined by uh kid rock yes wholesome kid rock wholesome kid rock what can we call him like kid kid, kid talk kid talk because <laughs> he, he's, he's a good he's always to. there like willing to talk he's a shoulder for her to cry on and uh yeah she's drinking with him and then uh, Terry shows up, of course. 
he tries to downplay it. He's like, let's not make it out to yeah, be much like, more than it is. Does, I mean, what did it, I mean, it, it is a pretty big thing. Well, the, th- the thing is, she, he's been fucking around uh, for a long time, but I think she thought that the fact that she was like, hey, I mean it, and I'm going to bang you, and things are going to be better from now on, and he's just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, and he's I still just, a slime ball. And though. I've been thinking yeah. about killing myself. This, see, that's why I think he's like, all right, maybe if I like, go and bang her in uh, the room and get caught on purpose, he wants her to then do she'll do it. And then he gets, I mean, he gets what's left. Yeah. You think, yeah, maybe he wants that. He's not a nice guy, that's for sure. Um, I recognized him from something. Yeah, he did look vaguely familiar. He reminded me of the confident man. He reminded me of the guy who plays the, oh shit, was that Gary Oldman? Who plays the, never mind. Okay. I'll never think of it. Um, So anyway, uh, yeah, Terry comes in there basically trying to get her to come with her. She doesn't want to come. Uh, hat man, t- uh, boy rock. What do we call him? Kid rock, soft kid, rock. Kid talk. Kid talk. Uh, basically does the hey man, leave her alone. He's white knighting it a bit, which is fine. And then he he socks him. One punch. One punch. Yeah, unprovoked. All like he. This yeah. other guy does not get violent whatsoever. But he tells him to sod off. Yeah, he does. I mean, that's, those are fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean. A guy tells me to sod off. There's gonna be trouble. Yeah, and, and he goes down like a sack trouble. of bricks, and then it cuts to the to kid talk and and Melissa walking to the, to Melissa's hotel room. Yeah. to go sleep in the bed that her husband had just fucked. <laughs> yeah, there's still someone else on the yeah. sheets. <laughs> oh <laughs> that yeah, is still, they're soaking wet and stinky. It's one of those vibrating beds. It's still vibrating. You know that they have, dude. Oh, but he. Where are we? Uh, kid talk is like. You want to go somewhere and talk? So, and so like, you can tell he's already like, I'm trying to slot in on this. Like, I put a lot of time in tonight. I want to see something out of this. Yeah, and he she, has been working towards it. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. and she does a, like this fun little like coat touch of his giant weird side coat. She's a little like, flirtatious. Like, just like, no, but thank you, <laughs> thank you. A shoulder to cry Will on. You stop is a dick to ride shopping on. at uh, Big and Tall because you're not Big and Tall. Okay, can we just get to this one part? I've been trying what to get one to part. It. Okay, future girl. Rachel, she appears in the mirror again, and this is... Cause, oh, cause, suicide wait, attempt number don't two. Don't skip this. She breaks a glass, and she's about to kill herself. Go ahead. With glass. Please. No, that's when Rachel shows up. I know. So tell us about Rachel. Okay. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so, the girl with the eyebrows we've been seeing in the mirror is a girl from the future. In the future, they have developed a technology <laughs> where people can go back to our present, yes. possibly even farther, and they can experience what it's like to be in our bodies including what we're feeling physically smelling all that stuff and they do it so that's how they experience history right yes Yes. okay and this girl rachel normally people are not allowed to interact with the people that they are in but rachel has somehow hacked the system yeah allowing her to interact with melissa and that's when she said hey don't kill yourself because she likes her music so much yeah that she's like, I don't want you to die. I, I'm your biggest fan. So she prevented her death from happening. The first time. The yep. first time. That was April 2nd. I'm sorry, this didn't come out in 90, this 93. This came out in 96. Oh, because she died now. in 93. Yeah, because no, she, oh, 97 what is what the, when they said she died. Oh, okay. My, I wrote the notes down. My apologies. No, it's all good. Um, okay. So, so, yeah. I have a lot of questions because obviously when you have time travel, you're dealing with stuff. You're like, okay, well, how would that work? How would this work? So 
if she is coming back and she's like, hey, don't kill yourself, right? Yeah. That means she never died. So then later on when she's like, hey, you can't go back to your house because you'll find out. How would she know that she went back to the house and then or the the hotel and caught her husband cheating? That's a really good question. If she was supposed to already be dead, right? Unless well, because she changed the the future changed a little bit already because that she didn't die. True. So that means that, oh. she, but she would need to have had that information before she went back. So nope. if hold on, because there are people also from the future who we have not yet met who regulate this kind of thing, right? Time cops. Time cops. <laughs> yeah, we've seen time cops a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've seen time cops a lot. That could be like a a a a, a, a bonus drinking game rule. Time cops. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it later. Oh, oh, a bonus like those white guys like that came yeah. from the future. <laughs> yeah, to watch. Were they people. aliens or were they, they were, time? I think people? they were robots. Who, oh, wait, they were who wanted to watch aliens have sex. That's right. <laughs> And one of them gets pregnant. <laughs> that was a weird one. That was definitely a weird episode. Um, so I think, if I may say, I think the, the headlines then changed to Melissa, whatever, commits suicide after catching husband, uh, blah, 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 with glass. with Kills herself in the bathtub. So she knows what happens. So that's why she stops it again. Because every time she stops her from dying, she disappears headline, and she goes back and she yeah. checks out what's going on in the exactly history books. But I was under the impression that since she hacked the system, that's why she cannot leave her body. Oh yeah, she's stuck there. She's right? stuck inside her body, that's and she point. says that. Well, we don't know how long. It, well, we don't know if when they're inhibiting the inhabiting the body, if it's for the entire duration or not, because she's like. Oh, don't you remember? I was with you when you played this show. Yeah. I think that's back when she was just visiting before she, like, embedded herself and hacked into there or whatever. Okay. I'm assuming. Because she knew when she was going to kill herself. So she's like, okay, that's when I have to make her not. So if you're in somebody's body when they kill themselves, are you, you just get kicked out when they die? Yeah, as a blue electric jelly. Okay. I was wondering about that. I don't know, honestly. Okay. Well, we'll circle back because I have more questions about this later. But at least now we, we have that out in the open and we can Ooh. not have to necessarily dance around it because I've got a lot of questions about this body it's, entering things. It's not very simple. I think it's very kind of confusing. Who would you guys pick to go back in history just for like a... Like a That's a good question. Uh, Hitler. Kill yourself? Yeah, and I do the opposite of what Rachel did. But, but no, because no, no, then time gets. What if it, what if it's not like Rachel did? What if it, just, you just something to experience? To like live like, like, yeah, if you just experience, and then you're like, you know, it just it, you're in real life, it probably lasts like a minute, but you, you can, know, you know experience do? like a night or two of someone's life. I would, I would go back as a hot lady because I want to know what it feels get like railed. to have a snapper <laughs> get railed. Maybe Cleopatra and <laughs> get railed by Marcus Aurelius or whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Got a history buff over here. Was that the guy who did it? I think so. I don't know I watched anything that show about Rome. history ever. That's my pick of the week. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not doing that. Uh, well, how about you? I think I'd do something like kind of conspiracy-wise. I'd go and uh, like um, like something to do with like maybe JFK assassination. Who would you go then as? Because you wouldn't want to be JFK. No, no. I'd, I'd go as someone that was involved in it. Like, oh, um, his vice. 
yeah. lot of people think he was involved. Or, or like uh, the guy who shot um, the one that you're related to. Oh, Jack Ruby. Yeah, not by blood, but yeah, by marriage, I'm related to. Mm-hmm. Him. Um, yeah, we know your double mom's sideways siblings. Handholder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's what that's what he was. Um, yeah, I would say, aside from the being a sna- a woman with a snapper getting railed, I would say you don't like when I say <laughs> you you cringed. Don't you cringe at me? Um, I don't know, honestly. That's okay. You didn't have to answer. <laughs> what is happening outside? There's like jet planes flying by. Hmm. Who would I be? I don't know, honestly. <laughs> Maybe I would be like, I don't know, like Jimi Hendrix, like playing guitar on stage and tripping balls on acid or something. That sounds like it'd be fun. That would Ooh, be Like the Star Spangled cool. Banner on yeah. acid at the Woodstock? Yeah, man. That'd be sick. That Yeah, that'd be interesting. But you could, yeah, no, that's a good one. That's good. It's a good pick. Uh, so anyway, this is when we get the, the what did you got electric gel? Yeah, Terry and uh, the groupie are fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he's doing the same thing. He's jumping up and down. <laughs> he's like, only got one move. He looks like, like he's got frog legs. Dude. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> just jumping up and kicking him out. And yeah. like, oh, yeah. take one of these. And how about try one of these on? And uh, they get lightninged or jelly light. They get jellied. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he, like, falls off the bed. He's spazzing out. Yeah. And here's another kind of inconsistency. Sometimes when they go into someone, it's incredibly violent, and they're thrashing around. And then the other times they go into someone, it's just seamless. So, I don't... did. Where did you watch this? Did you watch this Daily Motion? Daily or? Motion. I okay. tried to download Roku, and they, so did, it So, you much. didn't watch the one on YouTube? No. So... I watched both. I watched the YouTube one first. What's different? Pyramids. On YouTube, there's like a, like a solid like. I have almost, a timing here. I because I watched it. I feel this cheated. scene is the longest scene with naked breasts in them of any show are we've they ever watched. Around? They are large <sighs> bouncing breasts, oh, and man. they have uh, at least okay. I'll say over 27 seconds of screen time just hanging out and I, this is more than the hunger this is more than perversions of science i have never seen this and it's crazy that it's on the outer limits which was a show that was i i thought it was just broadcast like it didn't i don't think it was on cable it could have been but i, I need to see this dude yeah we need to pause oh, it right now okay. and you need to watch this because it's crazy i watched it this is my notes right here i wrote pyramids what <laughs> this is crazy more boobs than any other show all right. All right. Um, we got to go to the tape. Break. Let's go to the tape. Yeah, that was a lot of t- tits. I, you used the phrase gratuitous. It was gratuitous breasts. And we almost saw some snapper, too. But yeah. Please, can we just let that word go? Nope. It's very... It, it disgusts me. Why does it disgust you? It just grosses me out. Green snapper? A green... What do you want me to say? Vagina? You can say whatever We almost look. see her vulva. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway um but wow and yeah. so here's the thing so the agents come in and they take over their bodies um actually no i'm gonna mention this later um and yeah uh one the agent that went into the woman's body is playing with the, the boobies mm-hmm. that, that's my tom rule so <laughs> that's right <laughs> but if they show him like they, they got obviously i couldn't show her like fondling herself but that's even though bad. they you said it's like 27 seconds of of boob uh scene yeah um but like it's like him like feeling like the outside of his uniform and the guy's like hey hey come on hey come on and he's like well, i've just never been in a woman's body before well, so <laughs> did these, why not though but these guys they didn't look any different because at first i was like 
oh, maybe Rachel has those skinny-ass eyebrows to look more like an alien. Well, maybe they should have had them, too. She kind of had like a long <laughs> neck and a weird head kind of thing. I was wondering, yeah, if, if this actress was supposed to look in any way different like from feature, us. Yeah, maybe like some sort or of hybrid. Or if it hybrid. was strictly that was the fashion at the time and they thought people are going to look like this forever. Yeah, I think she just looked a little odd. Because off. these... Well, I guess the guys who are wearing these funny outfits from the future, they're like the time police, so that's yeah. why they're wearing that uniform. Yeah, gray jumpsuits so when they when one of the security dudes jumps into either naked woman or or bastard manager uh bastard man uh he his cigarettes fall out of his pocket are those future cigarettes they look like marlboros but they don't say it's not Marlboro on right them. no they're they're um they're his cigarettes now because yeah. because later like they're still on the ground and they're he like, says, they know they need to put back his pocket just in case he wakes up and is like, hey, man, cigarettes aren't in my pocket. They're on the ground. I don't smoke anymore. Because he's like, yeah, <laughs> seven years from now, this guy dies from smoking. So, yeah, yeah. yeah he said seven different. years from this, this body dies of smoking. So I'm wondering, is he putting the cigarettes there so he will find them? Or is he putting them there so he won't find them? No, I think he's putting them there. He's putting them in. I think when he, I think the cigarettes were probably like on the bed or something when he, then we jumped to the body and they fell off and he just wanted to make they wanted to make it everything seem as if nothing had changed yeah i get that i guess it's just to me it seemed confusing where it's like either like you know i guess i'm thinking like okay time travel so what i do will alter the future so i'm like am i putting them out so he will die in seven years am i taking away so he won't or is it just something no weird he, that he's, they put, he's put, keeping them that he's Keeping them there so that the timeline doesn't get messed up. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, like the the idea that if this pack of cigarettes is somehow changed, that it, things are going to be different. Like it's like our good old friend Ray Bradbury. I'll never starve. <laughs> um, he, you know, if you stop on a butterfly, then everything else changes. So, well, I guess it just I thought the cigarette thing was confusing and weird. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was um unnecessary. Yeah, because it's not like if he saw the cigarettes on the floor, he would have been like, "What the hell's going on here?" Yeah, Those that's what I was saying. Like, I quit now. Yeah, exactly. I don't smoke floor cigarettes. Also, um, when we when we talk to uh, when this is when I think Rachel says something about this is when we find out that Rachel is unable to return, right? Uh. Rachel's stranded. Yes. Well, yeah. well, the time cops go see Melissa. Well, mm-hmm. they're like, let's go find this Melissa. And they walk two doors down into the hotel. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, that was difficult. <laughs> yeah. They don't walk in the future. Nobody. Uh, um, anyway. This is when they had the different voice change, the accent. Yeah. Tom. So now he talks like, who what did I say? Uh, Tommy uh, Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. He's got like a, what is that, a southern accent? I think yeah, he was doing a kind of a slightly southern accent in yeah. in yeah, like no country for old men or whatever. Yeah. Whatever that accent is, it certainly isn't English. <laughs> and that's why she says, Why are you talking like that? Well it's so funny. I'm gonna pal you around. And so uh yeah, we find out Rachel hacked the the measures or something like that, is what they say. Yeah. And then um she talks about what the future's like a yeah, little the music is is cookie like cutter. cookie cutter and art has to be approved by the government so it's like this dystopian future there's, where there's yeah, no self-expression no self-expression yeah okay. it's, it's sort of like a like a gray grim 1984 kind of thing sort of can you imagine when her music sounded like boop i uh, like, like really... legendary billy b probably <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah junior junior yeah he's the future of rock and roll 
Um, but uh, this this uh, this part kind of confused me because um, when Rachel is also you know now talking with time cops, and yeah. um, Melissa at one point looks in and you can see that there are these time cops. So I'm like, yeah. it's so can maybe because she's been ha hacked into, she, she can see when someone's being I possessed by th these things in mirrors. You know, or and, and why can why do mirrors allow them are the only thing that can allow yeah. a human or not or just a, a current human to see the future well, electric eel whatever not, it is. Well, yeah, because it's <laughs> not it's not them in the future. It's it's you're seeing. I think like like you were saying, it's almost like a uh, the re reverse vampire where it's like I can see through a mirror who who is riding in them, which seems odd because you would think that. If this is how people learn about history, that people must be jumping in and out of people's bodies constantly. So yeah. if you look into the mirror, then and you can see, see them. Person. Well, that's why I think it's it's just maybe only she can see it because she was hacked by um, Rachel. Got it. You know, so that she, you know that broke the, the system, and that way she could communicate with her. But don't later because because when he, she's looking in mirrors to make sure um, Kid Talk is still himself yeah, yeah but he yeah, is yeah. up until a certain point because then they then they like this is like what kind of goes back to what cooper is saying at that point they're they are like just jumping out of bodies mm -hmm. easy you know like all, not you know all nimbly bimbly kind of nimbly bimbliness is done at a certain point but this is before we see the um oh yeah because this is a great scene wait but first they we should say what they wanted her to do which is they're like you need to kill yourself because it's gonna fuck up the timeline. It already did, yeah. but it will continue to if you stay alive. They need her to have died. Yeah. But since she didn't die on that day, you would think in theory so many things have been altered as a result instead of just. It doesn't make a lot of sense because it's like, yeah, you the time by not dying that day, things are already gonna be different. So you might as well let things play out. I mean, I guess, but maybe it's a better late than never kind of thing. Like. It's yeah. In history, it's, she died April fourth instead of April second or whatever. True, but it's like know. now the drummer accidentally killed someone with his car because he didn't have you know whatever yeah. the funeral to go to or whatever. It's like yeah, all, it's, it's it's yeah, it's, it's a slippery slope. Time but travels a hell of a thing. I think we all about. want to talk about the exact same scene, which is the spun the the when they have to get back into the when position. When they have to go back into the position. <laughs> so the thing that made me a little uncomfortable with this is that he had to put his cock inside Okay. Her. Or so maybe yeah. he was on that outward. He was, uh, he was on the up. Yeah, so he, he was, he was mid-frog frog leg. Look he had it. to get hard. Let's, let's just talk about this real quick. Okay. So after uh, the, the manager husband and the lady he was hooking up with, uh, Big Pyramids, after they cannot convince uh, Melissa to take her own life, yeah. they go, okay, well, let's get back into place. So they take off all of their clothes again. <laughs> they reposition themselves in the bed, and then they are like, okay, cool. Now us jelly people are going to get out of the bodies <laughs> and leave this couple where they were. Yeah. So this, I think we're all kind of on the same page because when – they get out of the bodies, they both have orgasms. Like, they are mid-sex. They pop right? in right at... So, so that means one of two things oh, that... I know where you're going with this. First of all, was this dude hard the whole time? Because he's going to have to get hard and then put it into... His friend. His friend. <laughs> and that's why... His co-worker. Yeah, yeah. So... Which is a very odd thing. And then fuck him to the And then also, she is not 
she she would have to be wet. He would have to be hard. They would also have to be like close enough that yeah. like everything's there because it seems like when they jump out of the bodies, the couple is like, oh yeah, that was so good. I mean, honestly, the, I think they they probably didn't show the scene, but they're like, let's just fuck, see what that feels like. You no, know, I actually had like a funny story in my head of being like. Yeah. When you know the people at the command center that are like, "All right, we need uh, you know a guy and a girl to go back and do this thing." And like the guy who became the girl is like, "Had us a crush on." He actually has a crush on the other guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll be." And there, you know, there's, a, there's like a, like a bunch of ladies like, oh, "I'll do it." And he's like, "No, no, no, no. It's cool. I, I, you know, I want to help out." Yeah, and then he, like when he put it in, he's like, he's he's just like, Good. But it just strikes me. I should like, have told them then. It's like that Black Mirror episode. Well, of. here, here's the thing. The yeah. video game one yeah. is that they could have jumped into those bodies five minutes later once the <laughs> sex was done. That's they true. they jumped into the bodies mid sex, yeah. knowing that they would have to re get back into this position. It's the and, kind of thing where they both wanted it, but they can't <laughs> say it. Maybe in the future, homo- homosexuality is like maybe it's not progressive. Their reality. Yeah, maybe in their reality, Timeline. homosexuality Timeline. is like Thank you. is illegal. Maybe some you know Christian right takeover. It just seems like a weird thing because. And so they're like, "Look, we're gonna fuck, but we have to make it look like work." Um, I also did like how uh, Terry, like after he nuts and well after they you know they both nut, he looks at his watch. He's like, "Give me how long we've been doing it for?" And in my how head, long I was like, "On the job." <laughs> yeah, I just pictured it was like. Like three minutes later, <laughs> he's like, "You see how long that went for? It's a record. Not yeah. bad, eh? I'm a bit of a stallion, eh? I'm a froggy style, yeah. Froggy style. I told you, froggy style's the best. It's like sounding Australian. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, they do that, and then, uh, hold on, sorry. Is the next scene the she's performing her new song? That's right. That's right. So she's performing her new song, which is called A Flower Well, I think they're the practicing it. Oh, that's right. No, it's a rehearsal. It looked at first sight the, like the a The thing show. is, they're, they're learning the song on stage, facing it to an audience that's not there. Instead yeah. of like looking at each other and look, watching for the changes, this is all new to all of us. Yeah. No, they're playing to yeah. nobody, which is definitely <laughs> odd. Yeah, I have a feeling it was supposed to be a show, but they couldn't. maybe they accidentally let the extras go early. And they're like, uh-oh. Um, so I don't know. She likes it a lot, and then Brian, or I'm sorry, uh, Kid uh, Talk, Kid Talk, Kid Talk is like, well, she's she's like it's a hit, and he's like, yeah, you think so? He's he's constantly like <laughs> he skeptical. Like he's like, you want stupid. me to help you write a song? You think this is a hit song, really? You think this? He helped write. He's the negging song, her. Probably. He's uh, negging her. Yes, yes, he is. It's just yeah, he's he's trying. He's doing some um, pickup artist thing. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just funny because. Everybody who's doing this is like so into it. So they, Kid Talk and her yeah. wrote this song, correct? Yeah. yeah, I think that's the implication. Okay. Well, well, well she does turn to the band. She's like, uh, drummer guy, can you figure out a she fill? Was awesome drummer guy. Yeah. And then uh, she goes, Janet, he's like, Janet, you know, you got a great voice. You want to do some backup vocals on, on this track? Harmonize. Harmonize. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and she, she, she's all jazzed, but she's like, let's take five. She goes and sits down, and that's when she, Brian comes over, and, and it's like, this song, really? Yeah. And uh, so, I don't know. It was uh, it was interesting. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, especially since she's like, holy shit, I've just been interacting with people from the future who want me to kill myself. Time to go sing a song. <laughs> yeah, she's like, not super phased no. by the whole thing. Um, 
And uh, while they're taking a break, she's in the uh, her her green room, I guess, mm-hmm. and she's seen by two. I'm, they look like roadies. They're roadies. Yeah. And something about the money. There's a problem with the money. Yeah. They these roadies have been taken over by the future guys again. Yep. And do you think they were ass fucking too when they took over? <laughs> That's like a little hack they do for the time police. They're like, if you get inside a person's body while they're fucking, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the only fun we get to have around here. Um, But no, we have a uh, 120-pound woman throwing grown men all over this. Well, she... She has the strength of two. She has... uh, Yeah, exactly. But she does the, you know... (laughs) Two two women. She's got, like, Muay Thai. So Sam and Eddie are the roadies, and one of them... uh, uh, gets uh, stomped on the foot by a, a pretty decent-sized heel. Yeah. And then I don't I can't remember if, he, if she pushes him or if that just project, projectiles him into a table that immediately collapses. Yes. And <laughs> that shoots the electric eel jelly out of uh, whatever. Yes. So, so at first I was like, okay, they just have to be knocked unconscious because I was like, did this chick just murder these two dudes? Especially when she gets yeah. mounted by... Uh, Roadie number two, and she hits she him gets in the mounted head. a lot. And she hits him in the head with her. an ashtray. Yeah, like one of those old school ones, like that, like glass ashtray. Oh, like that one. That's, that's oh, what he wants to do. <laughs> so she defeats her. Uh, what do you call them? Onslaughters? Attackers? Attackers? <laughs> <laughs> um, it just yeah, it's great. So again, take uh, take two drinks for two Jello cubes uh, yeah. disappearing. <laughs> Jello cubes, and then um, and then uh. Young blonde girl, what was her name? Janet. Janet, Janet uh, is there, but little little does she know she's also got jelly in her. Well, yeah, so the plan for these guys, because they were like, okay, we need to make it look like she killed herself. So they are coming at her with a needle full of heroin, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fentanyl? It didn't exist yet, did it? I mean, it existed, but okay. it wasn't as omnipresent as it is now, but oh. it just... Uh, yeah, they're trying it to It was kind of sad when I saw the needle break. I was like, oh, those good drugs. <laughs> oh, God. Junkie moment. Um, they, yeah, so Ray, Janet tries to kill Melissa, um, and she's just, she runs away. Yeah, so so Janet still has the, the time cop inside of her. The other two roadies now don't. Yep. And the next scene we see is Janet with drummer guy, and he has a cop in him. So I'm assuming that these are the... S- Wait, the same we two. don't know if they are. We, they might be help bringing in Because help. there has to be a third. Wait, wait, Those no, are, because one of them two who got killed. Uh, maybe, maybe when they get sent back, they're like, all right, we need reinforcements, so then let's send some more time cops. Yeah. Well, as far as we know. We need more time cops. We do. <laughs> <laughs> There's just too much time and These not enough damn cops. unions, they're like holding out. <laughs> nah, nope. Um, so this is the scene where they're like, okay, how are we going to get the heroin into them? we got to use... A tranquilizer oh, dart gun, and since we're from the future, we know that this gun shop gets robbed by three skinhead kids. They look like men okay, to me. The skinhead, so three skinheads go into a gun store and rob a gun store, which is, to me, crazy. That's such a an insane th- place to steal from. It's a place where you know the people are armed. They all have guns on them in the gun stores. Yeah. And they're just waiting for a moment yeah. like that. So, but they managed to pull it off, and they they, they, they shoot them like right away. No, they go in there with like a gun each, and they each they come out with like two a total guns. of three guns each, which means <laughs> they score. took like two guns. <laughs> yeah, maybe bring the duffel bag next time. Yeah, 
<laughs> and especially the cops don't show up for for 17 minutes. I'm yes. Like, I'm like, I would just keep going in there and going in there until yeah. I hear sirens. Seriously. Well, the kids don't know that. Excuse me, the skinheads. Skin, um, skin I don't know why kids. I keep calling them kids. One of them looked young. Um, but Again, I watched on Daily Motion, so they look like fucking Super Mario well, characters to me. So it's great. Roblox. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, the time yeah. cops that are in Janet and Drummer Dude, they go and they're like, okay, cool. Now you can go in there and get the tranquilizer dart gun that we can put heroin into. Yeah. And the dude goes in there and I'm just like, so there's no security cameras in there or anything? Because it's like, well. Also, why couldn't they just buy it from a regular store without waiting for one to get robbed? <laughs> like, why couldn't they, they have? I, why couldn't they just electric eel jelly into the clerk? Yeah, because you know, there's no waiting list for tranquilizer darts, is there? Maybe there is. I mean, this is these are all very good points. <laughs> or why not just wait till she's asleep and then shoot her full of heroin? Why not? Yeah. Why not just? <laughs> why not just go directly into her and fucking kill herself? Because what's her well, name? They can't. She's it's occupied by Rachel. And but why did they wait so long to try to go inside? And why don't Batman? they? Okay, why don't they just? If they're using this time travel thing, why don't they just? Okay, they failed the first time. Go back a day before you find out, and try again. Keep Good going point. back until you find the point where Rachel hasn't hacked the system. Couldn't they, in theory, go then, back boom. to that same? You day? go back to any time. They, they, yes. Apparently, they can go back to any. They could go back to kill uh, J, uh, Melissa's mom, and then none of that, none of yeah, that would happen. But, but that would change the timeline. But yeah. it's true. They could jump into Melissa the minute before Rachel jumped in. Or they could be, go into Melissa's body, jump off, you know, a building, and then Ragnall? you know. And then no, she could rag all off and then jump out of her body and go back to the thing because then she, they, they wouldn't get stuck inside her. But I think Rachel has been holding up in there for a, a while. Okay. Well, okay, so then they go back until they keep, they find the day that she has not been holed up in there. But then again, it has to be that day. Yeah, but they can But keep... then again, it's, now it's in the future from there. So this makes fucking head spin trying to... All right, yeah. well... <laughs> Whatever. There's no there's no logical reason to it. So Whenever you pick, try to pick apart any time travel story, it just ends up not making sense because it's a paradox at the end of the day. But uh, anyway... Um... Next scene is another one I really want to talk about too because like we were saying, when you are inside somebody's body, you're feeling the same thing. Oh, so God, yeah. well, yeah. yeah. When she, weird. she's like, "Well, uh, Melissa's like, you know, coming on to, to Brian finally." Brian is they're again, fucking. It's just like, yes. Seems like a perfect time to jump into Brian and like choke her out, but whatever. Yep. But it's weird because earlier she's like, when she's talking about how she wants to do things different, she's like, "Yeah, maybe have a kid." Remember, she drops that wouldn't on that be, him. Wouldn't that be great if he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> not big on the whole kid." I'm already paying alimony in four states, lady. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they have like this tender like fuck in the in the fuck palace. They make some fuck. Yeah, they they're at this shitty hotel room. They fucking put more juice on top of the other juice from, <laughs> yeah. from Terry and, and uh, Ruby. This won't be the only jelly. <laughs> this was a motel, not a hotel. Up. But then, um. Rachel was in there feeling that shit. She's dick. like, that was my first time. And again, didn't need to have any boobs in this episode at all. Didn't need to have them jumping in mid-sex, and you didn't need to have this either. I'm like, why is this we so... We have boobs here, too? No, what I'm okay. saying is that the the sexual nature of this doesn't oh, make yeah. sense because it doesn't really contribute to a plot, so I'm just like... Sex sells, man. Well, obviously, it's a fun idea to think about if jumping into another person's body where you are experiencing things instead of just seeing it. I feel like it was meant to like show that Melissa's getting uncomfortable with this kind of invasion 
of privacy from even from Rachel, who's on her side. But she's also she's kind of a creep at the same time because yeah, she's a stalker. She's like, yeah, she's obsessed with her. Yeah, but it's also seemed weird. They couldn't just been like instead of being like, "Wow, that was incredible." It's like. That was my first time. He took my virginity. You're just like, Whoa. he fucked me too. Well, and also for for uh, uh, kid talk, like he's like, oh man, I finally fucked their brains out, lying on his side, mm-hmm. getting some sleep, and then she's like, she, she like sits up and it's like, ah, this isn't gonna work or something like, I can't <laughs> yeah. do this, and, and like it's talking on, and um, he's in his head, he's probably like. Oh shit! I stuck my dick in crazy. <laughs> yeah. I had I had some. But can't blame Terry for fucking frog humping everything around him. <laughs> I, so this is one of those things where I was, you're just like, obviously you know what what's yeah. going on that there is another person inside of you and you are talking to them. But like, if you, she's just saying all these things where everyone's misunderstanding and she never goes, don't worry about it or excuse me, excuse me. She's just like will say something to herself, the person will misinterpret it, and then just never explain it. It's like one of those I don't know what would become more creepy if if what happened happened or if she, like, flipped out and then is like, oh, don't worry, they're just a person from the future inside of me. <laughs> she don't have to understand it. It's like, she's like, I can't deal with this. And the guy's like, what? And she's just like, not you. You know what I mean? You could say anything else. That's but true. Whatever. It's a stupid shit. I have Tourette's, maybe. All right, let's wrap this shit up. Okay, so the future people break in, and they're occupying the body of young... Uh, blonde Janet girl Janet and uh, and a dude some random dude I drummer think. A, was that the drummer yeah I didn't even know oh, that also we forgot to talk about her. oh no wait the dr- yeah the the skeptic sorry um, Janet is like malfunctioning oh she's yes. slipping in and out the jelly's leaking out because she's been in it for too long and she can't hang on to it so she so she gives pills to the drummer and that knocks him unconscious and that means the jelly comes out of him <laughs> And then she doesn't do it, so that's when the jelly can't stay in there. So she gets in there, she pulls the fucking gun out, and you know, he, uh, drummer boy has like has like the, her pinned with her arms behind her back. It's like shoot her, yeah. And she's like, can't do it. So she just throws the gun on the on the bed because she because she slips out for a second and she goes eek and throws the gun. Yeah, I mean, if you woke up in a completely different place a holding motel, a gun holding. with a bunch of crazy shit, <laughs> I would be like, what? Yeah, it's a little un. It's unsettling. Yeah. So there's a, there's another wrestling ra- around on the bed. Um, yeah. And uh, she gets mounted again, but she picks up the gun, and she, she tries to shoot it at drummer boy, and she's she gets the crossfire. She gets Janet in the shoulder, mm-hmm. and, and she's dead immediately. Yeah. No convulsing. No <laughs> foaming. Just instantly heart I mean, stopped. Yeah. And uh, her soul left her being or something like that, or being left. Her life force. Her left. life force, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that, that happens. <laughs> that tends to happen. That's after a long night of drinking and you take a dump. <laughs> Your life force leaves. Um, so now things get a little weird. All of a sudden the time cops are oddly kind of like compassionate. Well, they're not. I don't. Not quite they, yet. They don't want to murder people. They are simply trying to keep the timeline intact for, you know... Well, they're being kind of reckless because this could be done just... If if it's already passed, wait like a month until she's not expecting you. Again, we're not getting into the nitty-gritty about time travel. It's just... It's frustrating. Um, So anyway, correct me if I'm wrong here, but so the blonde girl is dead. Janet's dead. Janet is dead. 
And yeah, they, they try... Uh, they do CPR for about two seconds. <laughs> they, they do literally twice try CPR. No mouth-to-mouth, yeah. no nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... In the future, they just don't... They don't that they, He skipped that class in, in uh, Time Cop. Yeah, they, they didn't CPR have that. is the... Because I just took a CPR class for work, and you don't just do it and then stop. You, the thing is, you keep going to keep blood flowing to the brain... So they can, when someone comes to resuscitate them, there isn't a lot of brain damage. Yeah, because like after like 30 seconds or a minute, you start suffering pretty severe brain damage, right? Yeah, yeah. So you want to keep the blood flowing. That's the whole point. Hmm. Um, anyway, so, okay, so then they say like, so you, drummer, I know I'm missing something here. Drummer Boy says, you can you can have that. You can yeah. get in there. Well, because Drummer Boy went back, went back to command center to find out uh, right. some information. And, and then he comes back and he's like, He's like, dude, I got there, and like they're playing normal music, and people were happy, and yes, you know things were all different, yeah. and she, they're like, all right, sweet. So you know, it sucks that Janet's dead, but no inside. Melissa, yeah, Melissa. I'm sorry, Melissa Ma- needs to die. Janet already has died. How do we rectify these two things? So Melissa dies, but that they transfer her life force into Janet's body, even which, though this will cause Rachel to die. Yeah, and Rachel's like. It's cool. She's like, it's I. Well, th- but they <laughs> At also least I well, got to well, fuck once. Well, yeah. no, no, well, I don't know if if she does necessarily die because the one of the one of the time cops is like, I promise you, we will not like do anything. Press charges, press charges, or hmm. anything to Rachel. So maybe it's like the last time she can't. They let me like they'll bar her from ever being able to communicate with. Um, well, the timeline has changed because now people because people heard this, this song. So this is something else I wanted to talk about. You, is that if because when they when they did that, they're like, "Oh, the song that you had written with this dude, according to us, it was written by Janet." So that just goes to show that you do go into Janet's body and live her life through there. Mm. So that means that either she has to communicate this to Kid Talk, or Kid Talk is like, "Whatever, I'll just get with her now," and they're keeping this under wraps. So yeah. basically, Melissa's killed. And dies of not like whatever one album hit wonder or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it just seemed odd because it's like this song that goes on to inspire the world, which also I'm like. This. So that's why they're being nice now because they've changed from the beauty of "Flower in the Rain." Well, they, it's not even "Flower in the Rain." They say that song inspires other songs, and those our other are artists nice. imitate her. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's so good that people want to imitate it. Wow. Music really must have sucked in the original timeline. It was human music. Well, that's... <laughs> so that means, too, that now Rachel won't be ever able to go back to her own time and interact with her friends or family. I feel like it's kind of unclear where Rachel ends up. Yeah, because, again, because the time cops, like, we don't, like, we promise we won't do anything to her. Because so maybe it's like. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to go to jail. That's the good news. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of, they walk it back and be like, no, actually, you'll be okay. I don't know. It doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, they, they, could, they couldn't figure out a good way to write this out without. They, they were like, all right, whatever. We're just, this is already confusing enough. It's kind of a trope. That bugs me when they feel like they have to make it a kind of happy ending instead of just letting it end in the, a way that's more logical. I don't know, but whatever. Happy endings are fun too. I did like how they didn't show like, you know, like when she realizes this, what she has to do for the 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 greater good or whatever. You know, they don't show her like overdoing. They just like cut in, just like how kind of like how the episode started with just a um, 
I was gonna eat that. <laughs> um, just, just like how the episode started with the, the, the song, and you know, it's a stark contrast. I mean, it's the same genre of music, but the lyrics are, um, you know, the the the, the opening song, uh, "Dancing the Blues Away" or "Dancing Away the Blues" or whatever, mm-hmm. is you know, her and her like down in the rut, and she's kind of you know stuck there. And then this one is, she is dancing. You know, she's a, a flower growing in the rain. She's you know, rising like she's a rising like a phoenix <laughs> in a situation that's you know normally you know people don't like being in the rain but she's yeah. growing. You know what I think would have been a good ending, which would not be a happy ending. They say that whole speech like you can transfer your life force, you just have to die, and then she dies, and they're like, "Psych!" Yeah. <laughs> and then gotcha, the, bitch. And then the two guys bang each other. Again. Yeah, they all start <laughs> fucking all over the place. Anyway, that's my head cannon. Um, <laughs> Head, you never heard that expression? No, what's a head cannon? It's like what you choose to believe is the oh, oh, story oh, 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 cannon and that, not like a. Um, but that's the end. <laughs> it's over. It goes out to the beautiful song "Flower in the Rain," and I on Daily Motion I didn't get any kind of outro. There was no kind of uh, outro, was there? No. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. So that was the episode. Stop it. And uh, I think it's time we get down to some rating of this episode, please. Yeah. And as it's Coop Pick, Coop, you will be going first. Okay. Your thoughts, please, please. Okay. <laughs> so, definitely a sci-fi heavy episode. Not so much horror. I kind of liked it. It was kind of, um, it was a, a somewhat kind of original idea. Time travel, not time travel, but this application of time travel. Um, I liked the acting. I think definitely those the booby scene was pretty fun. Thinking about time agents fucking each other is fun uh i think the visuals were interesting it was limited by its time what was this 97 96 96 so for 96 that's pretty cool uh lightning jelly uh i'm gonna give it a 6.400 creepy crawlers uh slightly above average for me yeah um i'll go yes um i too love uh, time travel, anything time travel for the most part, and as always, time travel is kind of tricky because it, you know, there's always different varietals of how uh, the future is affected, and you know, it could be anything from like stepping on a mosquito to, you know, assassinating Hitler or whatever, things like that. Um, I thought the actress at, uh, who played Melissa did a good job of um, showing her conflicting emotions, going from "Am I going crazy?" with you know, seeing this person getting talked to to like i'm just this like washed up has been and uh you know i you know nothing's going my way kind of thing and then at the end she kind of comes to realize that for you know she does like i said the greater the greater good decision to take over janet's life in order for the future people this you know the guy wants to raise his kids in this new future that we have in the command center apparently um uh, let's see. Uh, I, I like I said, I did like how it opened with the the sad song, and it kind of I mean it ended with a sort of sad song, but it's like a, you know, like you said, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. I I, I never noticed that. That's actually yeah. That's why I liked the songs. I didn't really like it particularly. I thought the like, the weird nostalgia story I had, but like I thought it was kind of interesting how they <clears throat> that it opened on like more of a somber one, and then ended on on this. like unlike. A new leaf, optimistic. Like, yeah, turning a new leaf is that what it is? Right? Yeah, turning over. Yeah, turning 
over new leaf turning into a new leaf <laughs> um uh i for a 42 minute episode this actually wasn't that difficult to rewatch a couple times um and uh geez the pyramids i know they had no sometimes we give them points sometimes we do extra drink i believe well i've been listening to some older ones and we do give, we have bumped the points up for that and i think just for this being the longest pyramids that we've seen not the, the length of the pyramids but the <laughs> they are long of, they are the longest too yeah, so this is going to bump ones. it up uh, 0.75 for me so i'm going to go 6.75 about uh creepy crawlers grand damn well i really like this episode a lot uh the things I didn't like was the music, um, but really that's one of the very few things I really liked a lot of things. Oh, it was not wild about the actors, too. Mm. But the concept I really like, the idea of being able to time travel with inside of a body and then having a person hijack that and then going through all this stuff and having other people have to jump into other bodies to try to stop it. I thought it was really fun, and, and the more I thought about it, the more like I was like, wow, this is such a fun kind of notion to get into, and I could imagine other episodes like this, and um, it really sent my mind reeling. Granted, I smoked a lot of weed when it, uh, I was watching this, um, but uh, I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed watching it again. It had some funny parts. It had some great pyramids. I'm going to give this a good score. I'm going to give this, uh, as far as an Outer Limits goes, it has the goofy, stupid stuff, and it has the cool, high-concept sci-fi stuff. So I'm going to give this a big old eight. Wow. Nice score. Mm-hmm. Creepy Crawlers. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's a wrap. That's the end. But now we're going to talk about what we're doing next week. Um, this is uh, Tales from the Dark Side. This is the last episode they ever made. Um, it's called Basher Malone. Cool. cool. Well, um, that was fun. We want to say thanks to everybody listening. And uh, if you guys want to uh, tell us what you think, we always appreciate engagement from our loyal, junky, sniffy uh, trashies. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we are at Short and Spooky. Uh, we also have Instagram, which is Short and Spooky Podcast. We also have uh, Gmail, which is Short and Spooky at gmail.com. We also have a tea public and uh, yeah, get on iTunes, get wherever, uh, leave us some positive reviews and um, fellas, it's been a lovely Rocktober. What do you want to leave the listeners with? Don't go. No, dance, dance in the rain. Like you're a flower chasing away the blues. (laughs) If you have a really mind blowing orgasm, you might've just had a time traveler jump out of your body. Yeah, probably did. Probably. That's going to do it for us here. And uh, yeah, like I said, tune in next week for Tales of the Dark Side. Basher Malone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.